Coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about a report that came out that Atlanta could be a Russell Wilson destination with his fallout in Denver. So we're going to unpack this, and I'll give you my take on the whole thing. But I do want to start the show off by saying thank you. We crossed 17,000 subscribers, so now we're marching to 18K. If you just joined the channel, you won't regret it. If you have not joined the channel, please consider subscribing down below. Now let's talk about Russell Wilson. So if you've been under a rock for the last 24 hours, Russ was benched by the Broncos for the final two games of the season. The expectation from a lot of people with blue check marks that didn't have to pay for it is that he will be released. Now, Russ, since going to Denver in nearly two full seasons, is 11-19 and 19 as a starter. Obviously, he is not what we remembered him as as a Seattle Seahawk. So let me just start off by saying this. I have close, but not actually zero, close to zero interest in adding Russell Wilson if I'm Terry Fontenot, Arthur Smith, or anyone calling the shots for the Falcons this offseason. A big chunk of it is Russell Wilson, just as a brand, as a name right now, his stock could not be lower. And that's a tough thing to sell to your fan base of, you know that quarterback that was with the Broncos that's been off for the last two years? We got him now. Like That's a tough thing to get people to go to games to watch, right? Now, is Russell Wilson the worst quarterback of all 32 starting QBs? No, he's not. In fact, I could argue that he's probably not even a bottom 10 quarterback in the National Football League right now. But for a team that has not had a lot of stability, we'll say, at the quarterback position since Matt Ryan left, and sure, it's only been two years, but no real promise on any long-term plans there, going to get Russell Wilson does not really shape up as this is a good move for the long term. Now, like I said, you could make an argument that Russell Wilson, had he been on the Atlanta Falcons this year, this Falcons team might be 8-7, and 9-6. and six. I mean, he might have won him a couple more games due to his lack of turnovers compared to what we've seen out of Ritter and Heineke combined, right? Better completion percentage, sure, fewer yards, but more touchdowns, less interceptions, so... I do think that Russell Wilson is not complete chopped liver. Like maybe your average Joe might say, there are a lot of issues in Denver right now. Trust me on it. And Russell Wilson is not the only problem with the Broncos. I don't think removing Russ from the starting lineup is going to make that Broncos offense make a complete 180. Now, CBS Sports put out a Russell Wilson's Destinations article, and they had Atlanta at number one. Ahead of the Giants, the Commanders, the Patriots, the Steelers, and the Raiders. So, let's look and see what Cody Benjamin from CBS Sports had to say on Russell Wilson going to Atlanta, potentially. Atlanta hasn't fielded a sustainable QB since Matt Ryan's unceremonious exit. So, regardless of Arthur Smith's fate as head coach, they'll be in the market. The Bears' Justin Fields registers as a much more appealing possibility considering his youth and upside, but Wilson could be the best alternative if they can't move up to secure a top 2024 prospect. Again, he's done some of his best work when when captaining a run-first attack, and that's exactly what Smith has been trying to cook up for the Falcons. From Wilson's perspective, Atlanta also plays in perhaps the most winnable division in the NFL. A lot of what Cody said is not wrong. Russ is not great at cooking as we all thought he might be and let the Falcons run the ball and Wilson's going to protect the football and this team probably doesn't lose eight games going into week 17. But at the end of the day, is anyone going to be really all that motivated 
to watch a team, to watch a franchise that just had seven win season after seven win season after seven win season since 2017 by turning to Russell Wilson. I know it might not be a popular decision, and hey, there are a lot of QB decisions that are made that might not seem popular, that might not win the press conference initially, and Russell Wilson is probably a better fit for this team than Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke in 2024, but isn't there door number four that's just no to all the above? Draft a quarterback, and yeah, if you find yourself out of the Jaden Daniels and Michael Penix range, there might not be a very sexy alternative in round two or round three of the draft, but honestly, I'd rather roll the dice on a rookie QB than go to Russ and just be the team that's the laughing stock because you picked up a very evidently washed quarterback and thought, maybe we can make it work. I'd rather roll the dice on a rookie and maybe see what you have there. And maybe it's another Desmond Ritter, and it's not the guy long-term. But I can guarantee you this much. Russell Wilson is not the long-term answer. Now, I do have one pro that I'm going to share with you in just a moment. But today's show is made possible thanks to our friends over at Prize Picks. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Prize Picks, let me get you up to speed. The way Prize Picks works is you select two to six players, and then you select more or less on their projected stats. Now, the more players you select, the more potential winning. You could win up to 25 times your money. So, here are my selections for Week 17. I like the more on Amari Cooper's receiving yards. Now, he's playing on Thursday night, and he is questionable. But the beauty of prize picks is if he does not play or even if he does play and a guy gets injured really early in the game, they just yank that out of your selections and do you a solid so that you don't go down swimming with the rest of them. Um, I like the more on Jonathan Taylor's rushing yards. The Colts are hungry for a playoff spot after their loss last week. To who? I can't remember. And then I like the more on Kyler Murray's passing yards along with Matthew Stafford. So if you like my selections, feel free to ride with me. Or if you think I'm a big dumbo, you can fade me. But just make sure you do it at prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first-time deposit match up to $100. That link is in the comments and description of today's video. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Now, like I was teasing a moment ago, there is one big pro for going out and getting Russell Wilson. And that is if slash when Russell Wilson's released, because I'm not even entertaining the idea of trading for Russell Wilson. Wilson's new contract has some language in it that's similar to like a college football head coach when they get fired, where they might have a huge buyout, but that is offset by a new contract. So Russell Wilson would be loving the opportunity to take the absolute vet minimum deal with a new team, knowing He's still going to get paid from the Broncos because of all the dead money that they owe him and the guarantees. And he would love to help out another team by taking a vet minimum contract so you would have, theoretically, one of the cheapest starting quarterbacks in the National Football League. And you could spend a lot of money in free agency on guys. Do you like Jesse Bates? Show of hands. Who likes Jesse Bates? Jesse Bates wasn't cheap. You want more Jesse Bates? You want a good wide receiver to go along with Drake London like T. Higgins? You need some money to spend. And Russell Wilson could sign like a $1.5 million contract, something absurdly low, make the Broncos pay the rest of his paycheck, and go help the Falcons out by signing a bunch of dudes in free agency when Atlanta has been strapped down the last few years in free agency because of Julio and Matt Ryan's dead cap hits. 
now they're out of the woods on that. Russ could come over, take a really very cheap contract, and let Atlanta ball out in free agency. That's the big pro I've got. And that's a very notable pro to mention. The issue is I keep going back to, do you really want to be the guy that goes gets Russell Wilson another team, another opportunity? when We have watched him stink it up the last two years. So let me know. Should the Falcons add Russell Wilson? Is Russell Wilson better than Taylor Heineke or Desmond Ritter in Atlanta? I'd say yes. I think if Russell Wilson started every single game for the Falcons this year, Atlanta would probably be in a better spot than where they are right now. But we can't go back in time. And I don't want to be the guy that gives Russell Wilson a second or third opportunity and watch it crash and burn and be the laughing stock after not watching any tape that he's put out there the last two years. I'd rather roll the dice on a rookie. Now, I think there is a path to the Falcons landing Russell Wilson. All right? Justin Fields, our sweet prince, if he stays in Chicago, then you are one step closer to having a different quarterback, right? If you miss out on the top five quarterbacks, Drake May, Caleb Williams are probably out of Atlanta's reach. But if you look at some of the other top five QBs here for a moment, what if Jaden Daniels goes to the Raiders at eight or something? What if Michael Penix goes to the Commanders? What if J.J. McCarthy stays at Michigan? Maybe you don't like Bo Nix. And what if Quinn Ewers comes back for another year in Austin? Like, there is a very real path that all of a sudden the Falcons might be SOL with some of their top three, top four, top five quarterback options. Michael Penix is my number one guy. You can look at his stats from this past season. But if Michael Penix goes before the Falcons are on the clock because Atlanta might win one or two more games here and put themselves out of that striking distance to land one of these premier quarterbacks. Now let's go back to the other possibilities for the ways Atlanta could end up with Russell Wilson. So you missed out on the top five QBs. Cousins goes back to Minnesota. To me, that seems like a virtual lock. I'd be blown away if he was not a Minnesota Viking in 2024. And finally, you pass on the other free agent quarterbacks. Like we can look at the top five free agent QBs for 2024. It's not a great list, guys. I, I don't know what to tell you. First off, you never find good quarterbacks in free agency. Like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning going to free agency happens once a decade. So don't bank on it. Here are the other top free agent QBs. Don't hold your breath on Kirk Cousins coming to Atlanta. Want Ryan Tannehill? Because I don't. Jacoby Brissett's better than people give him credit for. And he's a good stopgap QB, but is he really going to be the long-term answer? Sam Darnold, Dykes, Jameis, no. There's just not a lot of great options out there. So if all of those things, all those things happen, Justin Fields stays with the Bears, or he gets traded elsewhere, you don't land the quarterback of your dreams in the draft, and you turn to free agency and it's all washed up, maybe Russ is the last man standing and it's your only option if you refuse to go back to Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke, which I don't blame him for doing. That's like the only path I can really compute for Atlanta landing Russell Wilson. All right, that's going to do it for us on today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday, and we'll see you all later.